and she's crazy. Says her ex was lazy. Her love life's kind of hazy. It's Aaron's Thursday vlog. Well, hey, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Aaron Austin. So last week, I did not post a podcast. Um... Not because, again, <laughs> that I didn't have plenty to talk about, but just there is a lot going on right now. Just I've been trying to navigate through a lot of stuff. So today was, you know, again, a very busy day and this week has been very busy. But uh, before I went to bed, I wanted to record this podcast, even if it's just a short one, because I'm just um, I'm, I'm just going through a, a lot of stuff. And I just kind of felt like I wanted to get this off my chest. Um, and hopefully, you know, just hopefully feel better about everything. So we'll call this episode number 23, The Balls in the Air. So, you know, obviously, there's been a lot going on. Started my new job. We're now in week four, which is kind of crazy to think that it's already been, you know, it's been essentially four weeks since I got the job. And since then, uh, I've been working on putting my house up for sale. And that in itself is a challenge. You know, the market's really great, apparently. But for for me, uh, you know, I'm just kind of worried, you know, and I, I have a lot of equity in my house, which is great. Um, so I m- will make um, a decent amount of money on my house, which will go to my new house in Memphis. But then that lies a challenge. Um, I've already been pre approved for a loan, which is great. And uh, it's contingent also on me selling my house and the amount of equity that I would, you know, get from the sale of my house. And that depends on what, you know, how big of a home loan I get and whatever. And granted, I don't want to go as big as I can on a house uh, that I just wanted to get pre-approved for as much as I could to see, you know, just in case, like maybe everything below a certain price range is, you know, crappy. I don't know. So um, I just wanted to see what it was that I could get. So with that being said, trying to sell a house and trying to buy a house is a challenge for anybody. And sometimes I feel a little overwhelmed because I'm doing it by myself and then having to move, right? We've, you know, I talked about in my podcast a couple weeks ago where I am essentially starting my life over. And while that is really great and exciting, it's also very scary. And so I have been feeling overwhelmed with that as well, because putting all of your life into possibly a pods container is a lot. And I've been in Houston for 11 years. And so not only do I need to declutter and probably a giant purge, but just trying to do it all at the same time. I am trying to do some of the biggest things that you will ever do in your entire life. And I'm doing them all at the same time. And thinking about that, right now makes me want to cry. Um, sorry, my phone is, uh, you know, dinging because my girlfriend Brittany is texting me. But it's just, uh, you know, it's a lot. And most of the time I'm fine. I try not to let it overwhelm me. But for some reason tonight, I am maybe I'm just mentally exhausted. And I talked about in a previous podcast about your mental health struggles. And tonight is definitely one of those nights where I'm struggling. It's some of it I'm sure is from just pure exhaustion. 
feeling overwhelmed. But then there's the other part that I'm sad. So I'll talk about that here in a second. But I um with selling my house, I am feeling overwhelmed because, you know, I've got these people in my house trying to fix up some stuff. And that's a ball in the air because I feel like my life is kind of in this holding pattern, if you will. You know, I need to sell my house, but I need to fix things in my house. And I know some people have said, oh, well, the market's so hot, you don't need to sell your, you know, with all these, you know, things redone. Well, I do if I want to get the price I want to get. (laughs) You know, I don't want to sell for a bargain basement price, you know, and there is a possibility I would sell to Zillow. So I definitely don't want to screw myself out of money. So I'm trying to do as much as I can without going overboard. And I know that they'll probably still have things that need to be fixed even after I do all of these things, but I just want to do as much as I can so I can, you know, put myself in the best spot. And there's also, you know, having the money to do those things. So I've been out of work for seven months. I've been, you know, falling behind. And so now I am trying to get caught up and, Honestly, if it wasn't for one of my best friends, Haley, helping me out along the way, I would be in such a worse spot than I am. Um, I have her to thank. And I mean, I know I have other people to thank, but really, she is the main person I have to thank and, uh, you know, and somebody else for helping me get through this situation. It is, they have been awesome. And I, there's no way I will probably ever be able to repay them. Um, But I am very thankful for them and everything that they've done for me in this time when I was out of work and now trying to get myself back on my feet and move forward with my life. So, you know, it's just a lot. And as I sit here tonight, I, you know, I've been focused on my job and everything and focused on trying to sell my house and where am I going to live next in Memphis? I've been focused on that. You know, during my show, I am super focused. It's just been, uh, it's been a lot. So anyway, I... Sometimes, like now, I don't know what it is about today, but this is where I talked about in my podcast with mental health struggles, something sometimes just one little bad thing happens to you or something triggers you. And for me, it then sets me down a path of worrying about other stuff and getting sad about other stuff. So here I am balancing and juggling all of these balls, new job, trying to sell a house, trying to buy a new house, trying to pay for all of those things, moving a good halfway across the country. And then I lay down at night and I would be lying if I said I didn't get lonely. Um, And then I think, uh, you know, here I am off starting this new job and I thought, what happens If I move to Memphis, or when I move to Memphis, uh, I get settled in, and then I still don't meet anybody. And I know some people will be like, who cares? Um, But I care. You know, I lived in Houston, like I said, 11 years, and it's a city of 6 million people. And and in that 11 years, I didn't meet my person. And it's a big city. It's the fourth largest city in the country. And I couldn't meet anybody that was apparently a match for me. And then I think, well, now I'm going to move to a much smaller city. I mean, it's still a really big city, but it's, you know, a lot smaller than Houston. And I think, what if I get there and my job is awesome and I'm kicking ass and I still don't meet anybody? Then what? And not that I expect it to happen overnight, but yeah, just, you know, I'm, I'm lonely. 
And um, and yeah, I had put myself on a dating app for Memphis and made a couple connections, not much. Talked to some people. And again, not that there's a lot of them because honestly, there's not a lot. I haven't had a lot of people connect with me. There hasn't been a lot on there. And honestly, part of me was kind of thankful because I thought, well, I, even if I met somebody really great, I'm not there right now anyway. But it just... Uh, it kind of it kind of bummed me out because I'm thinking, well, if there was somebody I liked and I had been talking to, by the time I get to Memphis, they'll probably be dating somebody else. They'll probably have lost interest, which usually I feel like is the case. They lose interest and fall off the face of the planet. So I don't know. I'm just kind of in one of those those spots right now where I'm I am excited about my future. And I'm really excited about my job. I, my job is awesome. That can only go up. I think it's the rest of it I'm scared about. And for some reason, that right now is a worry for me, even though I shouldn't care, but it is. And there is a couple things that have happened in this last couple of days and things I've noticed that have kind of also put me in this spot. And this will also be a topic of a, a podcast because I did put something on my Instagram page. Uh, I, I took a poll. And so I'll talk about that maybe in my next podcast. But uh, something that happened to my friend, and she told me this story. And it just honestly, it just bummed me out. And it just made me feel like why? Why do I even bother <laughs> trying to date? It's like, why? And then something else happened. And I was like, mm, of course, of course, of course, that would happen. So yeah, I should be thankful uh, about the good things happening in my life. Because I've been waiting for this great job to happen, and it's happened. And I have been feeling like I'd been living in limbo land for the longest time. But I still feel like I'm living in limbo land because I'm I'm in between. I'm in between uh, where I was and where I'm going. And while I have a job, and that's that part is figured out, um, I still don't have the rest of it figured out. Don't know where I'm going to live. <laughs> once I get to Memphis, and I don't know if I'll get friends. I'm hoping to find a friend. I have one girl that I know that was going to hook me up with one of her girlfriends that lives there. So that's promising. But then also the dating part. And I'll be if I'm going to be perfectly honest, that part scares me the most because I knew how hard it was for me to date in Houston. And I'm really scared that I won't have any luck in Memphis. And that part actually makes me quite sad. Um, so hopefully that I won't have to worry about it. And, you know, I'm sure that tomorrow morning I'll wake up and I'll be fine. And by the time you even hear this podcast, I'll be in a different mood and I'll be like, oh, screw dating, screw guys. I don't care anymore. But tonight I am, tonight I'm lonely. And I'm sure, again, it's out of pure exhaustion, frustration, and, uh, and you know what, honestly, some of it's from, from disappointment and from other people. And I don't, I'm sure they don't even know that they disappointed me. And some people I don't even know have disappointed me. So uh, I'm sure there's something in the four agreements where I need to reread or there's some self-help book I should be reading now to snap myself out of it. But tonight's just one of those nights where I'm struggling. And also a night where it would be really nice if I had somebody to cuddle or somebody to tell me I'm pretty or somebody that acted like they cared. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. But anyway, 
So, and by the way, haven't even had anything to drink tonight. So this is just, you know, pure, raw emotion coming out of me. Anyway, I should probably go to bed because it's now, well, by the time I've recorded this, it's now past nine. I usually go to bed now. Uh, I should be going to bed around 830. Uh, it's, uh, it's past my bedtime. So once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me air out my emotions. And if you've made it to this point, God bless you. I appreciate you as always. And um, thank you for the listen. She's cute and she's crazy. Says her ex was lazy. Her love life's kind of hazy. It's Aaron's Thursday vlog. <laughs>